Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely blessed day today. And we got a few wild things we're going to be working on here today and talking about. And so I I want you guys to buckle in and get ready. Yesterday, Dad and I and one of our good friends, Roger, were over at his house, and we were talking for a little bit about some of the strange things that are occurring on the visual presentations that were being told are real on television. And there was something that we brought up, and this is something I've actually gotten multiple emails on, and I wanted to address this now because this is obviously a very real thing after we saw what was released on TikTok a couple weeks ago. Now multiple mainstream media outlets have actually covered it. It's the rise of what is called the deep fake. Now, before you guys go, oh, Austin's going off on a tangent. No, this this is not conspiracy theory. This has been identified, has been admitted, and is now being discussed openly in the mainstream media. In a crop of viral videos featuring Tom Cruise, it's not the actor's magic trick nor his joke telling that's deceptive, but the fact it's not actually Tom Cruise at all. The videos uploaded to TikTok in recent weeks by the account Deep Tom Cruise have raised new fears about the proliferation of believable deep fakes, which are artificial intelligence technology posing as somebody else in a video. Chris Yumi, the visual effects artist who created the Cruise deep fakes, told The Verge that each video clip was the product of weeks of work, but he also relied on the talents of an actor called Miles Fisher, who looked similar to Cruise, and to impersonate the movie star before giving Fisher a digital face transplant. Now, open source deep fake software, existing editing tools, and his own visual effects expertise, Yume said, I made sure you do not see any glitches. The artist who told CNET that his videos are strictly a creative pursuit and he wanted to bring awareness to the advancement of deep fakes. Now, you can go online. You can see a lot of these videos now that have surfaced, and I've watched them. It, it spooked me at first. You know, Do- Do- Tom Cruise is going golfing. Tom Cruise is, like, laying out in the grass, chewing on a lollipop, talking to the camera, and it looks just like Tom Cruise, sounds like Tom Cruise, moves like Tom Cruise. Every aspect of him is pretty much accurate. Now, I don't care what Tom Cruise does personally. I don't care primarily what's on TikTok. The reason why I'm bringing this story up, and Dad's going to touch base on it here in a second now, I have been getting repeated emails from people asking me, why is there such a discrepancy with Biden every time he gets on camera? Sometimes you see him on camera. He will not take off a mask. He looks like a lost puppy dog. He literally wanders around until somebody basically shudders him out. He signs a $2 trillion stimulus bill, refuses to even say a word about it. He goes to a store in D.C., refuses to take a mask off when the reporters ask him questions. He just mumbles and shuffles off, and they basically whisk him out. Well, then all of a sudden, he gets on television, what, on March 14th, a couple nights ago, or last week, he gets on television on Thursday for the first primetime address he's ever done, and he looks unbelievably acute. He looks refreshed. He looks ready. He's articulate. He doesn't stutter. He continues to hammer every line about you basically are going to get the vaccine or you're not going to celebrate Independence Day. That video, that complete and total garbage propaganda he pushed. Now, what's interesting about that is it appears to me from what I'm starting to research now is that whenever he is basically out in a public setting, 
He hardly ever takes his mask off. He rarely ever says anything unless it's on a teleprompter. All of a sudden, he gets on a green screen and is basically doing an address that's pre-recorded. And all of a sudden, he's super sharp, super alert. It appears to me that we're actually witnessing for the first time, in my opinion probably, some of the most advanced AI deep fake software being used to impersonate a presidential primetime. If you remember, there was a ton of flack that happened. I think it was in 2019 where the Queen of England sat at a piano and did basically a Christmas uh, address to people, and it, it was not her. It was a deep fake. It was a fake video. It came out later on. They found that out. This appears what we're seeing now. Before everybody comes at me and says, oh, Austin, you're, you're going far left, you need to see the video of Tom Cruise. Then you look at the video of Biden and the videos of him actually out in public, and it's two completely individuals. This has been troubling me because I couldn't figure out what was going on. The man can't speak more than one or two sentences in public. He can't do it. I mean, I, I honestly, he's got Alzheimer's or dementia or some type of serious cognitive disorder going on, but yet all of a sudden he gets on television where it's completely controlled, and he's got a green screen behind him. The man's lucid, the man's sharp, the man doesn't stutter, and all of a sudden it doesn't even really necessarily look like him as much when it comes to his demeanor. So I wanted to bring that up. You guys make your own decision about it, but I think it's time that America really, really start waking up and realizing that this is not a joke anymore, that we are pretty much being lied to about almost every single thing we're told and shown. This technology isn't new. This technology has been out there for a while, but the fact that this artist, has now done this, I personally think he wanted to do it to kind of show to the world what can be done. Now, he didn't go anything on a, a political tangent or go on a soapbox about what's going on. He didn't mention anything in any of his articles about Biden. He didn't say any of that. But what he did do now is he exposed the entire country to deep fake technology that is to the point where you pretty much cannot realize it's deep fake technology, even with close-ups, even with articles of clothing like sunglasses and hats, which is incredibly difficult to do from what I've told. So I wanted to bring that up. What do you think about that, Deb? Well, Austin, you know, the, the thing that people need to understand, and I had tried to, my best to wrap my head around it, is this technology is basically AI gone amok is all it is. I mean, they're taking a person – they're putting another person's face on that person, and basically you think that person is saying all kinds of horrible, horrible things or all kinds of great things. And it not make any difference. It's not that person. It's AI running the show. This is the goal here of the, of the deep state is to have you know, a complete and total population that is so dumbed down they believe anything they see and hear because they can make them believe anything they see in here. They've seen that. We, we've seen it repeatedly with Hollywood. The Kabbalists controlled Hollywood, and it's got to go back to satanic influence. That's what this is all about. And, you know, there was a movie that came out a few years ago. It was Transcendence with Johnny Depp. And I know a lot of you guys like Johnny Depp. A lot of you don't like Johnny Depp. I don't really care. He's just another Hollywood shill as far as I'm concerned. But he's, you know, a pretty good actor in the Pirates of the Caribbean, at least the first few of them. So I have, I'm indifferent towards him. But the reality is this. You know, it showed that you could actually take a computer – and actually download your mind into the computer and have the computer at that point use AI to allow you to come back to life, to allow you to talk to somebody who's died if you have the voice algorithms and the brain algorithms and the thought processes of this individual. And it was a really spooky kind of a weirdo movie, to be honest with you. But the reality is, is that technology exists. Now they're saying that you can actually program yourself into a computer, they can actually get visual recognition from your face, 
and they can have you speaking to somebody if you really wanted to pay for this advanced technology after they're dead. Now, it won't be the person who's dead. The person's dead, they're gone. But the reality is they're going to continue to be able to communicate with you via the TV or via the screen or via whatever. And, and that's what we see here, I believe, with Joe Biden. I don't believe for one second that was him who was giving that address. And notice he never does it live in front of Congress ever, ever. He doesn't take any questions ever in front of groups of people. He always runs around with his mask on. And there wasn't something right about his hollow black eyes in that video. You think, well, he kind of looked kind of spooky. Well, yeah, he did look spooky. He goes, that even him? Or was it just a video deep fake? I don't know. And the guy who did the video of deep fake with Tom Cruise said, here's the problem with it. You can't tell if it's real or it's not real once it's done. He said he said he didn't have the ability to differentiate it. So you can't go back in and do layers upon layers upon layers of visual editing and digital editing, apparently, and see that it's a fake. So we have a group now of people that are running the planet through AI that are doing anything they want to do to the planet, all controlled via the central banks. This is the group that started this. And I, I get so frustrated, Austin, because – we, and, and I'm, I don't mean this as like some kind of accolade, but we're the only group, the only show that talks about the fact that the Kabbalists are doing this. And we are the only group that I know, except for Tex Mars, that actually did a big, and he's gone now, that talked about the Kabbalah and the Zohar and where it came from and how it's the foundational root work of all satanic religions globally. Nobody else discusses this stuff, and it aggravates me. Why is that? Because of the way you have to put the pieces back together, it goes back to the Talmud. And people say, oh, we can't talk about that. That's not politically correct. Well, no, we got to talk about it because the international banks are running the planet. They have done so. They hijacked the United States in 1913. So well, that's old news. Nobody wants to hear about that anymore. Everybody knows the Federal Reserve is corrupt. No, it's not that. The Federal Reserve controls everything because they control the money flow. Look what happened with FASMA 56. I'm going, to, I'm going to stop for a second because I've talked about this before, but I want to kind of discuss this with you. we got to look at what FASMA 56 is. This is the generally accepted accounting principles for the federal government, and they're used to determine the content and structure of the financial reports the federal government agencies and the departments should adhere to. The adoption of Standard 56, which came into force on October the 4th, 2018, determined that – listen to this, friends – that national security concerns now override the need for public financial transparency. What this means, it allows the federal government, the federal entities, the Federal Reserve Bank to manipulate data and even omit spending altogether when reporting on the grounds of, quote, national security. This basically says they can do whatever they want to do and not tell you. It means that these entities cannot conceal or remove financial information from their reports. That means they can put as much money into black ops, deep black ops, deep underground military bases, or Star Wars-type programs, and they don't even have to tell you about it. They can take anything and change it. It also now allows departments within governments to change their reports in ways that don't reflect their actual spending under the guise of the very gray area of how information is classified and how much such information is handed with respect to unclassified reports. It also undermines the reliability of government accounting standards and the financial statements to which a degree, that is from public perspective, that they become worthless. You can't you don't even know where the money even goes. It also allows the addition of misleading information, straight lies, and information to be omitted on spurious grounds. This lack of transparency is staggering. But you remember this. This is basically approved by the Trump administration. 
who's basically Kabbalist control. In the broader context, we've got to look at the fact that we are still missing anywhere from 21 to $40 trillion in the U.S. Treasury from the Federal Reserve Bank that is just printing dollars, like Zimbabwe. And there's actually tens of trillions more dollars in the system that unconventional wisdom understands. I mean, this is going to cause hyperinflation. I talked about this yesterday, and that's why they had to destroy or slow down the velocity of money. That's why most of the European countries are still closed down. That's why so many democratic states in the, in the United States are still closed down. And when you don't close down the states, what ends up happening is what we've had here in Florida. Massive, massive, massive housing growth. I mean, it's insane, the amount of houses. I mean, literally in my neighborhood, five miles to Interstate 4, there are hundreds of homes going in right now all at once. It's not one or two houses here and there. There are hundreds. And there are hundreds of acres being developed right now all around me going to Interstate 4 with housing. This is what happens when you pour huge amounts of money into the economy and allow unprecedented demand to surge because people are fueled by having higher discretionary income, paying people six, seven, eight hundred dollars a week not to work. The whole thing's insane. It's all designed to take down the United States of America. Bring us into a new world order, a one world currency, a one world government, a one world religion underneath the Kabbalah and underneath these central bankers. And I told you the other day, one of the top people out there in all media, they were going out and saying, it's the Jesus Christ bloodline that's doing all of this stuff. They're assuming this is the group that's run Europe. For all. No, it's not. It's all a bunch of lies. This goes right back from the benign Nephilim, the sons of the fallen, the Luciferian bloodline. This is where it comes from. But they're doing everything they possibly can to destroy everything they can as far as for Jesus Christ. That's what this is because they know, they know that he is the author, he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter. And they know through Christ all things are held together. But they don't even care. They don't care because they believe the lie that their snake in the tree is running everything and he's the good guy. It's ridiculous. And I've asked them so many times on this show, on Hagman's show, on Hodge's show, on all the different shows that I've done, if you're God that you believe is the good guy, why does he demand human sacrifice, the drinking of human blood, and the killing of children, the killing of innocents like we saw with Jeffrey Epstein on his island? Why does he, re why does he require that? Well, because it's all a lie, and they believe the lie. That's why Jesus says, light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness because they don't want to hear the truth. They think you're nuts if you talk about this stuff, and I, I, I don't even care. But we need to realize that this FASMA 56 basically said, we're going to privatize the treasury. Listen to this, and they started this in 1933 through the exchange stability time, but not fund, but now they've stepped it all the way up. We're going to privatize the treasury to an invisible committee that we don't know who they are, and they're going to be able to create secret books by a process which is secret. This is what it says. So a group of secret people with secret process of creating secret books, and now with this election fraud and the new election act, basically, they're saying toward the people of the United States, they don't need to even vote. They don't even know who they need to vote for, and the Treasury is now going private, and the Treasury will run everything through the Exchange Stability Fund, through FASMA 56, because we're going to control the world, because we're going to print the money, and whether you like it or not, you will be a slave. This is what's going on. Look at what's going on. The Democrats recently called for Biden to relinquish the nuclear codes and to turn them over to a committee. Think about this. This has nothing to do with Biden's advancing dementia. It has to do with the Biden's administration's agenda to dismantle the United States of America. FASMA 56 is the privatization of the Treasury through the central bank's 
basically turning over the nuclear codes is the privatization of our military. And remember, if you want to come out with a global reserve currency system that's digitally based, you need to be able to control the United States military grow globally through the United Nations. In the meantime, we're continuing to watch the central bankers, again, people from the New York Fed or from BlackRock, which is basically the same thing now. They run everything, buy everything. They're being moved into different positions all across America, all across the United States, all across the Biden administration, just like they did with Donald Trump. So it looks to me what's happening is we're having a consolidation. We're having a financial coup d'etat because this balance of power between the electorate and the private bankers is now coming to an end, and the private bankers are moving in and taking over everything. In other words, buy, buy, America pie. Drove the levy to the levy. This is the day the United States is going to die with Biden. Why? Because we are now completely outside of the rule of law. They can do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. I mean, look what they're doing. We've got a debt now that's approaching $30 trillion. I mean, they can do anything they want to do. They can implode the United States. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do it with Cloward and Piven because they want their one-world government based out of Tel Aviv under their Kabbalah. That's what they want. We now have $150,000 of undocumentable, undocumentable adjustments for a family of four in the United States, $150,000 that they're forcing on the people of the United States. They want to destroy everything. They want to force states out of the union, and that way they can say, well, you're no longer are subject to Social Security and getting your Social Security out because you're no longer part of the United States of America. And then you get the doggone coronavirus. Think about this for a second. The coronavirus is here and it's to stay for a while, and they're doing you. They're using this to continue the financial coup. They're saying, "Oh, we've had a massive reduction in tax revenue because of the coronavirus." Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is economic warfare. That's what this is. We're talking about the complete theft of the world of all private assets and equity in the world. They're serious. When Klaus Schwab, that former Nazi wannabe, says it's 2030 and you will have no assets and you will be happy. He's not joking. He's serious. That's why people say, gosh, what do we do now? But there's only one thing we can do now. We've got to tell the people the truth of what's going on. Stop wearing the blankety blankety masks. It's enough. Stop being a sheep. Stop telling the government, oh, we'll do whatever you want to do. We'll lick the boot. We'll lick the boot of our master as they put fake videos up of Joe Biden, who is so senile. It's like the, it's like the gay Kenyan with his transgender wife. They figured if they could pull that coup d'etat off against the United States of America, that they could do anything they want to do whenever they want to do it. And those are words right out of doggone Joan Rivers' mouth that Obama was gay and that his wife was a transgender. And she was deadly. She was dead shortly after that with a wrongful death suit to ensue. I mean, all of this stuff is mind-boggling to me that we're in this mess. And it all goes back to the Kabbalah, to the witches, the warlocks, the weirdos, and the weird wannabes in the world that run the planet, that want to force everybody underneath a Luciferian dictatorship. That's the goal here, to bring their stinking Antichrist out of the temple that we're paying for, by the way, and declare him God. That's the goal that these guys want to be, why the Christians sit back and sing Kumbaya and go, oh, my gosh, send him money and you'll be blessed. All of these crazy things that we see on TV now, these feel-good messages that never say one thing that I said to you today. They don't say anything. All they want to do is say, oh, God's a great God, which he is, but God's also a just God. 
and a man shall reap what he sows. And that's the problem that these that TV evangelists don't want to talk about. They just want you to send them money so they have their private jets and their private mansions, and they won't get involved as far as what's going on in the demise of the United States of America. Now, some of them are coming around, and there always have been some out there that try to tell the truth. And we've always had some pastors in the pulpit that have told the truth. But, guys, it's a tiny percentage. It's probably less than 1%. We've got to tell the truth. You've got to – guys, listen to me. I know you do this, and I thank you because you're my listeners, and I love you guys, and I prayed for you today. But we've all got to start telling the truth. We've got to start taking this show while we're still allowed to broadcast because they're coming out now and telling alternative health practitioners, the FDA is, they can't talk about vitamin D. They can't talk about zinc. They can't talk about anything that can naturally treat a viral infection. They can't talk about any of it or they're going to be losing their licenses and be taken off the air and banned and put in jail. That's where this is going. Because they don't want anybody out there to know the truth. Everything's a lie. Last Monday, a week ago, I did a show with you guys, and you need to listen to it. I said, everything is fake. It's fake everything. Now we got a fake president on fake TV, on a fake media, with a fake face, with a fake voice, telling us what we want to hear, and all what he's saying and everything he's saying is fake. It's unbelievable. But guys... With this FASMA 56, when they decided they could do anything they wanted, this was the full-blown – and it was under Donald Trump. Once you sit there and play some halo over him, I've told you years ago he was part of this deal. He was – in 1989, Wilbur Ross, who was from Rothschild, Inc., he can't make this stuff up. He paid off Donald's billions of dollars and allowed him to go bankrupt on other billions of dollars to control the man. And then we have Q and all the other lies and all the psychops that people have fallen for. And in the meantime, they're just merrily going down the road doing anything they want to do, including arresting 300 patriots for just being in Washington, D.C. now. Why they allow Hunter Biden's laptop filth to go unchecked. And nobody wants to talk about it because the media is controlled by the same cabalists that control Hollywood, the same cabalists that control Zionist Christian TV, the same cabalists that run all of this stuff. And that's where we find ourselves here. And until we get rid of this Federal Reserve vampire squid that has wrapped its tentacles around the United States and the entire world now, we'll never shake ourselves loose from the shackles. Remember, in 1938, Germany threw the central bank out, the Rothschild vampire squid, and it took its teeth out of its juggler. And then it decided the entire world decided to come in and attack Germany and do what they did. I'm going to say this again. Read the book, The Bad War. Germany went into Poland to take back the land that was stolen from Germany from the Versailles Treaty. Russia went into Poland with Germany. And then Russia basically was left alone as England declared war on Germany and did not declare war on Russia. The whole thing was fabricated, all of it, to destroy Germany because they had said they had enough of the central banks. And they were going to go debt-free currency. That war was fought by Germany with no debt, no borrowing money, because they were able to print the money from their own treasury without having to borrow it. And that's the big secret that these, these, these clowns, these satanic sickos don't want you to know, that the United States of America before 1913 was the most prosperous, the most debt-free, the most amazing country in the entire world to live in, and they had to find a way to shut it down. And that sicko Woodrow Wilson, that syphilis-infected Woodrow Wilson, along with Taft, and Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, came in 
gave Wilson that doggone election, and he immediately put that Federal Reserve Act in, then gave us the income tax, and then put Brandis on the Supreme Court, then dragged us into World War One, on and on and on to the League of Nations, to the doggone Council on Foreign Relations. All of it was brought to us in the early 1900s as we sat back in a nation and had no idea what was going on as we watched the country be destroyed internally, and it's been continuing now for over 100 years until now we're to this point. What a mess. That's why you've got to understand, without Jesus Christ, without Christianity, without Christendom, this is what we get. We get more perversion, more sickness, more disease, more everything, because that's what these people want on the entire human race and the entire human planet. Why? Because they're doing the work of their master, their Isof snake god, Lucifer, if you want to call him that, whatever you want to call him. That's who they work for, and we need to stand against it and stand in aggregate as Christians and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we have to stand together. Wow, I'm getting a little preachy this morning. Austin, what do you think, and what's your next story, bud? Well, that was exceptional. That was really well said. You, you nailed it on the head exactly, and the thing that I think everybody needs to realize is what was going on in the early 1900s. Most of the American population was oblivious to what was going on with the bankers, with the Federal Reserve, because quite frankly, a lot of that information was not directly circulated to the populace. I mean, you're still doing with newspapers and stuff like that. And so back then, they didn't realize what was happening. The difference is now, my friends, we have the truth out there. We have the media. We have the social media. We have the global star. We have the podcast. We have the ability to find out the truth. The problem is so many individuals hear the truth, and they do not want to believe it. They would rather stick to their normalcy bias, ignorance, and fall back and say, listen, it's not a big deal. And you're exactly right, Dad. The pastors right now have to start waking up to everybody. The first the first thing that I have said, and I've said this for almost an entire year now, and so many people have listened to me, but yet I still am almost disappointed when I go out in public sometimes, especially when I go to other cities and I get giant altercations with people about masks, especially companies. And my whole thing about this is this COVID – has been used as a direct precipitating incident to bring in this new world order. There's no question about it. Now you can see it. There's three articles here that I'm about to bring up. At glance, these articles are completely unrelated. You would never even think about them just hearing about them off the cuff. However, I'm going to tie all three of these articles in, and I'm going to tell you what's about to start happening in the next couple months in our school systems with our kids. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm giving you the exact playbook that they're going to do. I've been researching this for days now, and I'm starting to wake up completely to what exactly they're doing because they've been very, very clandestine about a lot of things. You've seen this with COVID. They constantly move the goal pole. They change this. They change that. Fauci says don't wear a mask. Then he says wear a mask. Then he says vaccines work. Well, then they're not really – they don't stop any transmission. You can still catch it. Well, you should still wear three masks now. Well, if you go out in public and you get a vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask if you're around people that are vaccinated. Guys, it's all confusion. It's purposely placed confusion. This is why the complete and total corrupt CDC has come out now and changed their guidelines repeatedly, and for good reason. Listen to this now. The end of last week, the CDC quietly released guidance now calling for all toddlers 
to wear masks and socially distance for the foreseeable future, even well after every adult at the school and child care facility has been fully vaccinated. And I quote the CDC stated, even after child care providers and staff are vaccinated, there will be a need to continue prevention measures for a foreseeable future, including wearing masks, physical distancing, and important preventative strategies outlined in our guidance document. The government agency even wanted to recommend children be split up into small groups separated by fences. The CDC says, and I quote, stagger your use of playgrounds and play spaces by reducing the group size and the play area at one time and remaining in co-hosted groups while sanitizing shared objects and high-touch surfaces, the CDC stated. If multiple cohort groups need to be in a play area at the same time, consider using fencing or other barriers to designate separate areas for the cohort. Now, you don't even have to dig very far into research to realize I think there have been like 200 kids in the entire United States of 330 million that have allegedly died from COVID, and most of those were not directly from COVID, one of those which was a horrible incident. A boy was in a bathtub and ended up drowning because he had a high fever and he passed out and the mom wasn't watching him, drowned in the bathtub. They took him to the hospital. They swabbed him post-mortem. They said he had COVID. That's why he had a fever. That's why he drowned. COVID was the direct cause of death, and they put it down as that. COVID didn't kill him. Drowning killed him. It doesn't matter, though. The contradictory guidance comes on all of our two-year-olds and three-year-olds and toddlers in school stating that after you get vaccinated, you can go indoors maskless with other vaccinated people. Now, here's something that's very troubling to me, and this is very disturbing to me, that this many people are willing to subject their children to the experimental aspect. Yesterday, vaccine firm Moderna announced they will be testing their new experimental RNA vaccine on young children. The pharmaceutical firm claimed that this new phase of human testing is to gauge the safety and effectiveness of their new COVID vaccine. We can already tell you the safety of it. We've already had thousands of individuals seriously injured that are grown adults that are completely healthy. That doesn't matter to Moderna. This is an unprecedented corporate practice. Never before have government regulators allowed experimental technology to forgo years of animal testing and human human trials and careful follow-up studies, all normally conducted before a new vaccine product is even released to the general public, much allowing an experimental new drug to be tested on children. Moderna will be taking otherwise healthy young children who are at zero risk of becoming ill from COVID-19 disease and exposing them to experimental gene-based RNA technology. According to the company's press release, the large-scale vaccine experiment is the second phase of their KidCove study. It's expected to roll no less than 6,750 healthy children in the U.S. and Canada, ranging from six months old to 11 years years old. Moderna has begun dosing babies and children with experimental COVID-19 mRNA-1273, supposedly to taste the safety and effectiveness of two doses given 28 days apart. The unprecedented use of children by a pharmaceutical company is just the latest phase of an increasingly aggressive vaccine push, which has been authorized by the U.S. government under the guise of a special emergency authorization use, authorization use waiver, which is basically being used as a scapegoat to cover all liability, all problems, all health-related issues. Now, I'm telling you right now, if you're a parent and you're allowing your 
children to be involved in this, you don't deserve to have kids. I'm going to go on the record saying that. If you're going to allow your six-month-old child to be injected with an RNA shot, that we don't even know what is going to happen to adults that are currently getting it, because the longest trial we have had is two months at the end of last year in phase three. That is the longest extent we've looked at side effects. But, hey, you know, it's all for your protection. Even why the CDC blatantly says the survival rate of 0 to 19-year-olds from COVID is 99.997%. That is right off the CDC's website that I printed off this morning. 99.997% is the survival rate of children if they catch COVID. But yet we're testing experimental RNA technology on six-month-olds now, and we're supposed to be okay with that? The next story that's going to fall in line, and you guys are going to see where this is going, from this testing on children at six months to the CDC stating two years and old need to be mandated to wear masks at any and all times, including schools for the foreseeable future, even when all of the teachers are vaccinated. The third story that's going to tie this all in, this just happened a couple days ago. A four-year-old Arkansas boy with autism was booted off with his family from a Spirit Airlines flight on Monday for not wearing a mask, despite having a signed doctor's note that the airline had accepted on the flight to their destination. Callie Kimball, her husband and her son Carter, were kicked off the return flight via Dallas after visiting family in Las Vegas. Callie explained that she and her husband have flown multiple times with Carter, who is severely autistic, nonverbal, but loves airplanes. Carter's physician supplied them with a letter to carry while traveling. This explained Carter's exempt from mask mandates because of his disability. Carter wears a mask, and he starts freaking out. He holds his breath and will harm himself. He cannot be allowed to wear a mask, stated the doctor's note. She said the Little Rock family has always flown Spirit Airlines and never had a problem until Monday when employee of the airline informed them once they were boarded that autism was not something they would recognize as a disability and he has to wear his mask or he will be forced to get off the plane. They were kicked off by force and law enforcement. Stranded in Dallas, the father and son were able to catch the flight home from American Airlines for $1,000 out of pocket and American accepted Carter's medical note. The Kimball family initially said Monday they were still out of money for the Spirit return flight they were thrown off of. Spirit now has released a statement saying that they will require face coverings during the entire flight. The only exceptions are children under two. Travelers unable to wear them for any reason, including medical, will not be able to fly Spirit. Now, I've flown on Spirit twice, my first and my last. Absolute most horrific airlines I've ever been on. Rudest staff, Dirtiest plane, most uncomfortable seats, horrific by far. I never recommend going on Spirit Airlines. Complete and total garbage company. They just stepped in a pile of poop now with what they did. But the problem with it is nobody's demanding that they allow children with disabilities to wear not wear a mask. Nobody's doing this. Where this is headed, I'm going to tie this up for you guys real quick. The CDC comes out and says children over two are still mandated to wear masks at school, even when teachers and professors are basically vaccinated. Moderna is now testing vaccines on children six months old to 11 years old. They are now saying on Spirit Airlines, you cannot have a medical exemption for any reason and be exempt from wearing a mask on their airlines. Do you see where this is headed, my friends? The next thing they're going to do is they're going to mandate your child either gets an RNA vaccine to get into the school system or they're going to be forced to be separated, quarantined, ostracized, and forced to wear a mask their entire time they're in school. 
Mark my words on this, my friend. This is not a joke. I'm being as sincere as I can get with you right now. This is the time to start standing up and stop being so compliant. I've talked to numerous people that are in private schools around here, one of which is a very high-end charter school that I actually looked at getting the kids in. And I saw a photo posted online the other day of the kids outside with masks on from this charter school. And I called up my friend. I said, dude, what's going on, man? He owns a big towing company down here, really great guy, smart guy, successful. And I said, what's going on with this? He goes, well, they're not that strict about it at all, but a lot of times whenever they're taking photos or there's like people there that basically are from other areas, they try to tell the kids to wear the mask, but they're not super strict about it. And I said, my friend, I said, how, how long are they going to force them to comply with this? I said, the death rate of children, the, 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 the survival rate of children, the CDC has already admitted is 99.997%. The vast majority of people decided they want to get injected with this RNA shot. The CDC has now said that it doesn't matter if all the teachers are injected with an RNA shot. The kids still have to wear masks. How long is this going to go on, and how long is everybody going to be compliant with this? He goes, well, he goes, I don't like it. He goes, but I'm working all the time. My wife handles a lot of it. She doesn't care about the mask. And I said, well, there you have it. This is where it's headed. Mark my words, if we do not stand up and stop being so submissive as a country, by the fall, when school opens up, they're going to mandate these children are injected with a shot and or they either have to do at-home learning or they're going to be basically stuck in a small, private, isolated class and are forced to wear masks all the time and are basically prevented from actually socializing with children in school. Mark my words on it. These three stories are so interconnected, it's nauseating to me, and most people don't even realize they're happening. It's happening right now. Moderna's testing an RNA shot on six months old. CDC stating kids have to wear masks. This is not a joke. It is time that America get off its knees and stand up for freedom, constitutional rights, liberty, and biblical, basically biblical ideals. This is so far, far-fetched that so many people are going along with this. It is boggling my mind to no end. We even have instances all the time we're hearing about, including in Altamont Springs, 45 minutes away from me, a mother Miss Mary Pat Vol, who's a pediatric nurse at Altamont Springs, and I mean no disrespect to anybody that's involved in this. I'm bringing this up simply for the reporting aspect of it. She basically took a photo and captioned, pregnant and vaccinated on February 22nd. With limited data on the COVID-19 vaccine and pregnancy, I considered all the factual information. I weeded out all this conspiracy fear-based stories before deciding this is the best choice for myself and my baby. Miss Vol was 21 weeks pregnant at the time. Her baby was stillborn eight days later, according to the subsequent Facebook post that she posted. And of course, what they have done now is they came out and they said it was fetal vascular malperfusion, which complication that obstructs, obstructs blood flow to the fetus. And they said it was not related to the vaccine whatsoever. My friends, the very individual who basically worked as the VP of Pfizer came out and said the Sintetin, one, is the protein essential to both placenta development and function. And he filed a petition at the European Medicines Agency on December 1st, 2020, last year. You remember we've talked about it. He asked the agency to immediately stop phase three clinical trials of Pfizer and all of their trials of experimental shots. The petition speaks about Sintetin, one, in pregnancy as one of the doctor's primary concerns about the shot. Guys, this is the end of last year, back in November, December, when he brought this up. He said several vaccine candidates are 
expected to induce the formation of humoral antibodies against spike proteins of COVID-2. Synthesin-1 is responsible for the development of placenta in mammals and humans and therefore is an essential prerequisite for successful pregnancy. It is also found in forms of spike protein of the same SARS virus. There is no indication whether antibodies against spike proteins of SARS virus would act like an anti-synthetin-1 antibodies. However, this would be the case. It would also prevent the formation of placenta, which would result in vaccinated women essentially becoming fertile or basically having miscarriages. He said it. The retired VP of Pfizer said it. Yet these women are going and getting injected with the shot, and then they're having this breakdown on social media like they're so surprised the baby died. It is horrific. It is horrible. But my friends, it is time we start to wake up the populace. It doesn't matter if you hack people off. It doesn't matter if you get people mad. It doesn't matter really what happens right now. All that matters is we get the truth out there the best we can because it is our responsibility as Christians, Americans, and patriots all one alike, to stand our ground on this and say, no, you do not have our consent to inject us with this. You do not have my consent to inject my children with this. And no, I'm not going to put on a face diaper and restrict my oxygen and increase my CO2 in my body. You do not have a right to tell me that. The CDC is not an enforcement agency. The CDC is not a legislative agency. They have zero ability or legal precedent to start telling people what they have to do with their own bodies. But yet people just take it as, hey, this is what they said, this is what we have to do, and they continue to go on. If we do not stand up this year, the country's pretty much gone. Like Dad said, we got a de facto deep fake president on green screen half the time. There's another video somebody just sent me with the last video. He was outside, and the reporter microphones, and he walked up to the microphones, and he starts talking, and his hand goes through the microphones twice. This is on Fox News. It's going all over the Internet now. It's going viral. He literally standing there. His hand's going through the microphone at the bottom of the screen. Nobody even notices it till this guy posted this video. He goes, dude, this, this is a recording of it right here. Untouched, unchanged, his hands going through the microphone. He's on a green screen outside, guys, talking to press that aren't even there. Everything we're seeing right now is fake, and it is time that America open its eyes, take the scales off, and say, listen, this may be happening. This may be happening right in front of us, but we do not have to consent to it, and we do not have to give in to it. We still have the ability to say no as American patriots, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, it's it's the nuttiest thing I've ever seen with the compliance. I mean, and, I, and I'm not picking on people. Like I said, and I've told you this before, if you have to wear a mask or you can wear a shield or you don't have a job and you can't feed your family, well, I suggest that you do what you need to do. But the point is, when you're driving around in the car by yourself, you don't need to wear a mask. It's insanity. When you're walking in the bright sunshine outside and you're 100 feet away from anybody else, you don't have to wear a mask. And it, quite frankly, unless you're wearing an N95 mask, the masks are ineffective anyhow because the, 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 the virus is much smaller than the, than the holes in the doggone mask. So it's going to go right through it. And so this is the problem that I have with all of this stuff. But the masks have never been for protection. They've always been a sign of submission. That's all they are. It's to break down the human psyche to make us all basically faceless automatons that can be controlled via AI. That's all they want to do. And it blows my mind, and I don't mean that in a negative way as far as saying that something negative over my own mind. But what I'm saying is that, that people are this absolutely inept. And it's that they don't listen to anything besides the mainstream media. They park in front of the TV every night. They watch Fox 
or they read the New York Times, or they watch CNN, or they watch ABC, which is, of course, a Disney-owned company. Now Disney's set to take over Netflix as the largest home media stream provider in the entire world. And we were wondering why they didn't care about their theme park attendance. Well, they don't have to really worry about that, do they? They're going to have billions and billions and hundreds of billions and coming in these different revenue streams. The sad part about all of this stuff is it's all about forcing the United States into a third world nation status with this insane debt they're putting on everybody. The problem they have is that when you have governors like DeSantis or Christy Nome, they come out and say, no, we're not going to shut the states down. And we have less of a COVID rate than the states that are all shut down. And our economies are basically blowing up and exploding because of the unbelievable amount of money being pumped into the system through all these COVID relief funds. You start to realize that it's all, again, goes back to the banks. Henry Ford said it so succinctly. Basically, I'm going to paraphrase what he said. He said that if you dig under the rock far enough, just dig and dig and dig and dig, you'll find at the bottom of the rock an international banker, basically a cabalist that's running the show. And they're always doing this. And it's because they own everything because that's that's what they do. They buy up corporations and real assets with money they print out of nothing with debt they charge to me and you and our families to buy up their stuff in order to make maintain complete and total control. And if the people in America would just see that simple thing right there, just that, just that, and shake the shackles of the Federal Reserve Bank out of the United States and create basically clean Congress out, just in the states, go in and get all the people out of Congress, get real voting machines in, real paper ballots, real machines that count them like we used to have without all of this phony ballot harvesting and all the stuff that they do, and get Congress cleaned up. It's going to have to start the local elections because we still are being controlled by the CFR, the World Bank, the high levels of the Masonic Lodges, and all of the different groups of people that have been empowered and entrenched in the United States, some of them for hundreds of years. They're all being centralized through the Kabbalah. Last night I spoke to a friend of mine who used to be a 32nd degree Mason. I kid you not. He even had the Masonic ring, the whole bit. And he said, unless you're a high-level mason, you're not even allowed to wear the jewelry of the Masonic Lodge. It's like a goal they set for you so you can wear the jewelry. And I have another person that I knew who's a builder here locally. He was always running around with Masonic ring. And he goes, oh, I only attended a couple of functions a couple of times. I don't go to any of the meetings. And I just I, I got the ring because it may help me in business. Total lie. It was a total lie. He's a high-level Masonic Lodge leader, and his business is basically being pushed by other Masonic Lodge people, including – I'm not going to get into it, all the stuff that happens in his organization. So the reality is this. We are still being controlled by these secret societies in the United States. And remember, the Masonic Lodges, if you're in it and you're one of the low levels and you have no idea of what happens in it, look what Albert Pike said in his book Morals and Dogma. He said that basically that their allegiance and his allegiance was to Lucifer himself. And, of course, that would be the snake in the tree they call Einstein and the Kabbalah. And the entire Masonic Lodges is based out of the Kabbalah, out of the Dogon Zohar that was written in 72 A.D. And you see that when you do the 30th degree, when you have to walk up to the casket, and the guy who wrote the Zohar is talking to you from the dead. And, of course, it's all metaphorically. It's not really a dead person. It's really somebody playing that part. But the reality is, is that you're supposed to accept all of this stuff and basically reject all of your other religions. Guys, listen to me. Don't get involved in these weird secret societies and get involved in your local elections. Get like Austin and I did when we went down to the Delgon meeting a few days ago when we don't want a giant warehouse facility with a bunch of dilapidated boats and RVs parked in front of our subdivision. Get involved. Be vocal. 
Be obnoxious if you have to be. Well, that ain't the Christian way. You know, we're supposed to sit there and just listen. You know, that's what we've been trained to do by our pastors in the pulpit to just basically think we're a bunch of mindless amoebas, and the amoebas really don't have a way to speak. We just have to sit there and look and just kind of think about it, and then someday we may make a decision, but quite frankly, I don't know if I want to make a decision. Anyhow, it's just easier to sit here and pretend like I'm already dead because I'm going to get raptured because the Schofield Bible told me that I'm going to get raptured, and I'll be out of here anyhow before anything bad really happens. So you go ahead and you get involved in your local politics, and I'm going to sit here wait to be raptured and and and, and all this me obnoxious of me but like my pastor thinks i am anyhow what, what is what's wrong with you wake up you don't have to act like that be vocal take charge of your own life get your country back my gosh and, and remember this even before covid bill gates gates rothschild cut out his father Massively involved in Planned Parenthood. His mother, massively involved in the Federal Reserve Bank up there in Seattle. Bill Gates planned social media censorship of vaccine safety advocates with pharma, CDC, media, the China, and the CIA. I'm posting this article. This is an article by Robert F. Kennedy. <laughs> on October the 29th, on October 2019, shortly before the COVID outbreak, Gates and other powerful individuals began planning on how to censor vaccine safety advocates from social media during a tabletop simulation of a worldwide pandemic known as Event 201. We've talked about it before. Over the last few weeks, Facebook and other social media sites have deplatformed many people, including Kennedy and Ted Nelson Brower show three and a half years ago, and many other critics of regulatory corruption and authoritarian public health policies. So here is some fodder for those who like to have an eerie sense of the government's pandemic response. And he goes on to details and he shows all of what's going on and how all of this was planned in advance to censor me, to censor Kennedy, to take us off of YouTube. Basically, the participants discuss mechanisms for controlling disinformation and misinformation by flooding the media with propaganda, propaganda, imposing penalties for spreading falsehood and discrediting the anti-vaccination movement. Jane Halton of Australia's international banking cartel, one of the authors of Australia's oppressive no-jab, no-pay policy, assured the participants the Gates Foundation is creating algorithms to sift through information on these social media platforms to protect the public from dangerous thoughts and information and allowing the people to think for themselves. I'm adding that. George Kao, the director of the Chinese Center for Disease Control, worries about how to suppress rumors that the virus is laboratory generated. Ching Hong, an Apple research scientist, Google scholar, quote unquote, and the world's leading expert on tracking and tracing and facial recognition technology, says that we will blame riots on anti-vaccine activists and predict that Twitter and Facebook will cooperate in identifying and a deleting and disturbing number of accounts dedicated to spreading misinformation. All of this and it goes on and on and on, was planned in advance of COVID. Guys, listen to me. We're being played. We're being played like we've never been played before. They have taken the gloves off. We are in a bare-knuckle fist fight. And it determines on who wins this is who wins the world. They're not just paying for blood anymore. They're playing for the entire planet. And their handlers, whatever you might think they are, these off-world entities, the benign Dean Nephilim, the sons of the fallen, who they claim they are, have decided that the human race is expendable, including our children, who they will now start injecting at the age of six months just to see what's going to happen. 
What kind of parent would allow their child to be stuck at six months? Well, I'm telling you, it's like Austin said. It's going to be you don't play, you don't pay, you don't get to go anywhere. You're stuck at home if you don't take the jab. And eventually what's going to happen is they're going to give us our Google glasses. Listen to me. They're going to give us our Google glasses and our telephones, and we're going to be able to scan the crowd and see people that have been vaccinated and those who have not been vaccinated. And those of us who have not been vaccinated will be given a giant scarlet a like the scarlet letter to pinpoint us as dissenters against the health of the world that's what they're going to do they're going to basically take and single you out if you say no until everybody comes into compliance or until they can take those dissenters and concentrate them into a camp probably called a fema camp to allow them to be re-educated so they can understand how they and their thought processes and their worshiping of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior is wrong and how they have to be reprogrammed. Guys, don't think it'll happen. It's already happened before. Gosh, guys, hey, I prayed for you today, and you remember something. It's through Jesus that all things are held together. It's through Christ that we have the ability to say no and always stand firm in the fact that you know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And I've been telling you guys for the last couple months to get ready for some type of event that they're going to use to try to basically go for the guns and blame the Patriots. Well, as you probably much saw Tuesday night, Wednesday, there's been a huge uprising of what happened in Atlanta where Robert Aaron Long, 21 years old, basically went to two different spa parlors and shot and killed four Asian women in each one. Eight women died in total in the shooting. They have now basically arrested him, and of course they put out a story about him and about how his Facebook page in 2018, he has a video of him being baptized and going to church. And basically what they're saying is now this is a Asian hate crime, and this guy was a Christian conservative and basically killed these eight women now out of hatred to Asians. Now, I have no idea if any of that's accurate, but it's ironic to me that it follows their narrative pretty good for what they've been trying to do. They've said now the, the White House press secretary, Jen Paskey, who's blithering buffoon, and President Joe Biden had been briefed overnight about the horrific shootings in Atlanta. Now, my condolences go to the families in Atlanta, the women that were shot. That's horrible. Here's the problem I have with this entire incident, though. The other story is completely and totally off the radar. CBS Chicago, the only places covered it. CBS Chicago, over the weekend, at least 40 people were shot in weekend gun violence in Chicago, four of them being killed. The incidents included a mass shooting that left two people dead and 13 wounded at the Park Manor neighborhood early Sunday morning. And then it goes on to discuss what's happened. Now, it's interesting. You read this whole article. Not one point in time does it say we've briefed the White House and the press secretary on this horrific shooting that's happened in Chicago. Not once. Nowhere. Crickets can't even hardly find it unless you try to dig it up as far as what happened in Chicago. Why? Because it's black on black crime. They don't want to promote that, nor do they want to address it because it doesn't fit their narrative. Now, you allegedly have a Christian 21 year old male who goes and kills eight Asians in a horrific crime. That is mainstream news story because that goes with their narrative of what they've been trying to portray to everybody that white patriots are the domestic terrorists in this country. I've said it and I've said it again. Be very cautious on what you get involved in, 
who you're around, and de-escalating situations. I've been in numerous instances where I could have basically gone and probably had justified force to do certain things. I've chosen not to and chose to de-escalate, try to step away the best I can, even if that means walking away. Always be willing to walk away when you start getting in something to the best of your ability. Do every single option you can because when this stuff starts happening, I promise you, if you're a patriot American – they are going to eviscerate you. Look at what they did basically in that shooting in Wisconsin with that 17-year-old kid. Look at what's happened to him now. That is not going to stop. If it's a regular shooting and it doesn't fit their narrative, don't care. No media, no coverage, zero. This is what we're about to start seeing happen on a large scale now with every one of these incidences. So be sure to get the information out there. Also, to another news, the product of the week, if you guys saw this, that ended up winning. Y'all voted. It's the EyeSight. That will be on sale here in the next hour, so I'm going to change it over when I get off the show. EyeSight will be on sale for over 10% off, so be sure to check it out on the website in the next couple hours. If you need anything, give us a call, healthmasters.com. Thank you so much for your support. We're trying to keep you guys updated as best we can every single day on all these situations that are occurring because a lot of stuff's moving fast right now, and it's time that America wakes up and stands for its rights. It stands for freedom. Thank you, my friends. Stay prepared as always. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.